Hey guys, welcome to our journal entry podcast. We're so excited that you're here with us today. This podcast is where we give people a place to be vulnerable and share their hearts and testimonies of God's goodness with others. We're your hosts, Giselle and Emily. We hope you guys enjoy. everybody and welcome back to our journal entry podcast it's been a really long time it's been so long since we sat across the table (laughs) it's been emotional i know um episode 12 came out like a couple weeks ago but it's been like three it's been almost four four weeks weeks since we sat together since we recorded an episode so welcome back (laughs) i don't even know how to do this anymore yeah Oh, man. <laughs> this might be a little bumpy, guys. I'm really sorry. But I'm going to put this on the floor. Yeah, a little update. <laughs> it's been really, really crazy. <laughs> Both of our lives have taken a turn. Not necessarily yeah. for the best. I'm not going to say for the worst, but not necessarily for the best. Just been a little yeah. hectic. It's been very, very hectic, and we just haven't had... Like the time or motivation, or let's like be honest, mental or emotional <laughs> energy to dedicate to anything other than well, nothing. Yeah. So, but we're back and better than ever. Yeah, round two, baby. Um, Here we go. I did say this on Instagram, but I'm gonna say it on the podcast too, just in case anybody missed it. But we're switching to um, uploading every other week. Just works better for both yeah. of our schedules and kind of relieves a little bit of pressure off of us yeah. to have to constantly be funny every single week. <laughs> then this way, we can create longer episodes that last you two weeks long. Yeah. You're welcome. Then you can just watch us over and over and over again. Or yeah. have time to catch up because we know some of you out there have not been consistently watching. Nope. You so, know who you are. Yeah. It's okay. Go back. We don't We don't have to watch those episodes. expose you. You no, know no, who no. you are. It's okay. We'll just tag you in the comments on Instagram. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> okay, so today we don't have a guest. Obviously. Everybody bailed on us. Um and That's we were true. very unprepared. <laughs> we were a little unprepared, I'll be honest. <laughs> so I was like, who do you want to be on this podcast? <laughs> on like Saturday. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's a really good question. <laughs> I'll ask a couple people and if they tell me no, then I'll just Think of something to say, <laughs> and we'll just figure it out. So, yeah. All those people told me no, so. <laughs> so, Thank Emily you. is going to share this today. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. Yep, I don't yep, know. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe we'll just, maybe just rant. You know? We can do that. We can just I feel rant. like we've never, like, I mean, we've never done that, We've so, definitely I mean, never ranted before. I mean, is that, like, the healthy way to get angry again? <laughs> I feel like I prepare myself mentally for this podcast in a way that's like, I don't want to come across as being whiny about anything ever. So it's like, I always have to like shut down how I'm feeling about certain things and then pick them back up later after. So maybe you just open up all those, all those cans. There's little shavings on the table. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I had to acknowledge them either. No one probably saw them until I said it. Um, yeah, so we're just gonna hang out and chat with you guys. Cause I should have posted something on Instagram and asked, oh, like, "Hey, ask us questions." Q&A. Yeah, this could have been a Q and A episode. Okay, well then, for this episode, in the comments on our YouTube channel and the comments on our Instagram, post a bunch of questions. Yeah. The next time that we find ourselves here, we'll answer them. We'll answer them for you. We'll answer them, and you'll have all of your questions answered. <laughs> yes, all of them. All of your riveting questions. Like, <laughs> are we really best friends in real life? No. No, we're um, not. We <laughs> actually just pretend. We actually hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those act. You ever see like those movies with like the actors and in the show they're best friends yeah. and they have really great best friend chemistry. And they hate each other. <laughs> they hate each other in real life and they can't stand each other. And it's like, how do you even fake that? Like, I don't know if I'd be able to fake being around yeah. someone that I didn't like. Well, they don't get paid for it. That's true. That's very true. I guess if you offered me enough money, I'd make it work. (laughs) I'd find a way. I'd make it work. (laughs) We're bad people. (laughs) That's fine. Um, It's a joke. 
Anyway. We're just kidding. Don't take anything we say on this seriously. That's not true. Please take some of the stuff we say on this seriously. Maybe for <laughs> maybe for this episode. Well, unless you have something to share. Um, you didn't have anything. I was just going to spitball it. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> well, if you want, if you want, maybe we could ask each other questions and then like oh, we can answer. Little get to know yeah. you for you guys. Even though we already know each other, you guys don't know <laughs> us. So we'll ask Maybe like other. deeper questions like... Ooh. Um, like, like life experiences or whatever. Like, when was your first kiss? Who was your first crush? Something like that. Oh, <laughs> I like that. That sounds fun. Okay, we're just thinking of this on the way. We're just doing this as we as we go. This is fun. Make it a little fun episode. I feel yeah. like every other episode has been. Well, that's not true. Every episode has been pretty funny. Right, we laugh a lot and we're freaking hilarious. So that's just the reality. Yeah, we know that you we guys feel know. the same way. Yeah, uh, but sometimes the content does get a little heavy and I know we try and lighten it up as best as we can, but we do, we do a banging we job. We do a banging job. Oh, oh maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can tell us we're lame. It's okay. We don't care. Your opinions mean nothing to us. <laughs> Please don't tear us apart in the comments. We can't take it. <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like, you can dish it, but you can't take yeah. it. I'm one of those people where who can like dish it out to literally everyone. But the second someone says something like even remotely like jokingly hurtful to me, I get all up in my feelings about it and literally pout <laughs> for like forever. And yeah, it's really funny. I can't take it at all. Everyone knows that. Giselle knows that. <laughs> they know not to mess with me anymore. Or they do and they do it on purpose because they think it's funny. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to ask the first question? Um, since this was your idea. Um. Sure. Okay. Okay. I have one. What do you think? Or let me let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Loading music. <laughs> what is one thing that happened in your life that shaped you into the person that you are today? Oh, good question. I feel like there's a lot. Mm. Like I'm only 22, but I feel like I've I've lived a life and everyone out there who's a lot older than 22 is going to be like, <laughs> just wait till you're 48. It's like, okay, listen, I don't want, I just give me some grace. Okay. Um, something that I feel like has shaped me into who I am. Oh my gosh. That's like a really loaded question. <laughs> It's okay. I don't think I know. I would know what I would say either. I feel well. It's just like like just trying to pick like one thing because I feel like everything we Mm. go through shapes us into who we are. So it's just like picking maybe like the one that stands out the most. Yeah. Um. Maybe just because we were talking a little bit about some of this before, but like I feel like the um like. Do you hear the voices? Yeah, they're, they're so really loud, loud today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about, but I'm trying to tune it out. It's really hard because my brain is really squirrely. It's like, <laughs> anyway, um, like the season of life where I was at Southeastern, mm-hmm. I think was so like pivotal in who I was who I was because I'm dead now what the heck (laughs) who I am (laughs) talking about myself in the past tense um because (laughs) I'm so sorry guys I was outside for like three hours at work today in the blaring sun so my brain is like fried like a fried egg it's just like still sizzling um anyway I feel like I learned so much like so much about myself and about God in that season. And it wasn't even like, well, okay, correction. I think it prepared the ground so well for Mm -hmm. me to learn so much about myself and about God. Like, I think that everything that I went through in that time from like the friendships that I had where like a lot of them I lost or I didn't know how to be friends with people Mm -hmm. in like a good way. Um, and like learning how to be a good friend and, um, like learning how to be more intentional with people, um, to like 
the romantic relationships that I found myself in Mm -hmm. between like either like the guys that I dated or went on dates with or, you know, sought things from like, just like Matt say the word like again. I swear. (laughs) I like you ever. Okay. You ever hear your stutter, whatever you say when you're thinking of what to say next. Mine is the word like, and I freaking hate it because it makes me sound like a valley girl. And I don't know why. That's just what comes out. It's very annoying, but I hear it all the time and it annoys me. Anyway, I'm really sorry. Um, What was I going to say? The train is gone. I missed it. Um. Oh, um, <laughs> we caught up. <laughs> I feel like it just opened, like it opened the ground or it like tilled the soil for wanting to be in deeper relationship with the Lord yeah. and wanting to not just know him better, but also know myself better. Cause I think it's not been up until like the last like two years Mm-hmm. That I ever really took time to get to know who I was. Yeah. Because as ENFPs, we we are our truest self when we are other people, which sounds really weird, but it's like, and this is ENFP is the Myers-Briggs personality type. If you don't yeah. know it, take the test. It's really Look awesome. Look it up. It helps you understand why your brain is as screwed up as it is. <laughs> really, it's just the reality. It's, it's how I see it. It just helps me understand why my brain is as screwy as it is and why I can't keep a train of thought. Anyway, so my, my, with my personality type, it's very easy to take other people's, I don't want to say identities, but like other people's, I guess, just how they think and yeah. how they function and what mm-hmm. they like mm-hmm. because it is so much easier for me to put that out. I don't know. It's just really easy for me to like, if you say you like something, it's really easy for me to be like, yeah, that's actually really cool. Like, I really like that Mm -hmm. too. Whether or not that's actually how I feel about (laughs) it. It's like, it's not that I don't like that. Mm -hmm. It's that I don't know what that is. Yeah. And I'm just like, at face value to me, it seems like I'd really like that. So yeah, I'm going to tell you that I really enjoy it and that I really like it because at face value... I feel like I really like it. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So it was just like, in every relationship that I had, it was constantly trying to find like, okay, how do I fit into this person? How do I fit into this person? Like, how, how do I get, how do I get people to like me? (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like, just realizing that I'm a really cool person Mm -hmm. and I really enjoy certain things Yeah. or like I bring certain things to the table that other mm-hmm. people may not. And so this is a really long way of saying that my time at <laughs> Southeastern University was probably the most one of the most pivotal times in my life because so much <clears throat> happened in that season yeah. that prepared me for so much. But then I feel like one day I'll look back on this season and be like, yeah. well, that season prepared the ground <laughs> for this one. And that was the most pivotal. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't go back sense. and change it. Would I go back to Southeastern? No. Would I go back and change Southeastern? No. Yeah. But yeah. What about you? We'll open the floor to Giselle. We'll just ask each other back and forth the same questions. <laughs> I, I would be the only one asking like <laughs> new questions. <laughs> That's the point. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll ask the questions. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, what is, you're so loud. I'm trying to, I'm thinking, sorry guys. No, the voice. Oh. <laughs> you guys like that? Um, okay, um, Giselle likes to read. I also like to read, so. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what do you feel like is something that you have read that has changed 
No? Okay, never mind then. Not a good question. Good try. Uh, I've not read enough to answer that question. Yeah, I don't like reading as much as you. No. Like reading. Uh, dang it. I'm like, ask a question that you would want to answer. That's but good like, question for another person. Okay, so if you guys are watching this and you guys want to answer this question, you can answer yes. in the comments on Instagram or in the comments on YouTube. Respond to this question. What is something that you have read that has completely changed your perspective on something? Or that maybe if, like, you're more artistic, you like nonfiction books or fiction books. Mm-hmm. Fic- yeah. Fiction books. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, which one is fake? <laughs> <laughs> like, which one is the one that's not real? <laughs> fiction. <laughs> if you like, like, n- fiction books... What is a fiction book that you've read yeah. that's maybe changed your creative perspective on something or that you've really enjoyed and why? So that's your question. Cool. They should let us be on the announcements at church. They should. Because we're really good at we, asking questions. We would, yeah. We I'm would. not good at asking <laughs> questions, but we'd be really funny. <laughs> Mariah, if you're watching this, please. I'm too nervous to come up and say this to you in person. <laughs> Same, but, same. But, but let us. For some reason, you're watching this, and I can tell you through your computer screen or your phone screen or your headphones. Can you please let us be on the <laughs> announcement video? <laughs> I'm also too nervous to ask Master Dodd, so that's completely out of the question. <laughs> anyway, okay, back to my question. I'm just trying to buy time. Yeah. I haven't read a lot of nonfiction books. I think the only one that I can remember is I read when I was like 15. My dad forced me to read it. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, he kind of really read it. It's called I Kiss Dating Goodbye. And that was uh, when Kyron and I were starting, just started dating. It's like that like, Christian You guys need to read book. this book. I was oh like, okay. Gosh. That's I mean, why you haven't read any nonfiction yeah. books. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I really like nonfiction books. I'm like one of those weird. I like to, I like to think about how other people think and process something. So it's like, okay, I really like this subject on something. How does this person process it? Or how is this? Oh, this person has like a totally different perspective or take on it. I really want to know what they're thinking, Mm -hmm. even if I don't agree with it. It's like really weird. I'm like a mega nerd, and I'm really sorry, (laughs) but not really that sorry. Anyway, back to my question. Um. Okay, I'm trying to think of like a life experience question. Um, okay, what is your favorite childhood memory other than moving to America? Because we all know that moving to America was your greatest blessing in life. It is. As a foreigner. Not at first. Like, I didn't see it at first. I was so depressed as a child when I really? moved here. I'm not even joking. I cried for like two months straight every every night, like every night for two you months the straight. Philippines? Yeah, because it was it's like so different. Right. It's like a, a culture shock. Right. Um, because in the, where I grew up, everybody like like every single day, everybody would be outside. Like all the kids would be outside playing. Um, Everybody knew everybody, like everybody trusted everybody. It was like right. so different over there. Because you guys like, were poor and you guys didn't yeah. have, okay. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Like there's nothing to steal in our house and so we just leave the doors and windows open all the time. Kids can play freely in the streets because they're not worried about getting kidnapped because everyone's too poor to own a van. It's like, ugh. <laughs> okay. But like seriously, like we would just leave our doors open and our windows open and like we would never worry about somebody breaking in or any or anything like that. Everybody knew everybody. It was just like like one big family right <laughs> where I grew up. Uh, and then once I moved here, um, nobody <laughs> was outside. I lived in like a, an apartment complex um, and there were no kids outside. So I literally only had my two brothers at the time to like play with. And we were homeschooled too. So it was just <laughs> like, it was really miserable. And I really missed like my family over there, my grandparents who take care of me. Like the first eight years of my, like at that point, like my entire life, um, I have only known like my grandparents right. and my cousins, and then for 
like me to be pulled out of that <laughs> like all of a sudden yeah and moved into like a completely different um country <laughs> with yeah. a completely different culture it was just like it was like I didn't know what to do with myself <laughs> and I was so sad that's crazy I guess I never <laughs> thought about it that way but like children of like parents who like immigrate here yeah to America they probably like I mean I'm sure they all learn to love it because who wouldn't right <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah it is like a major culture shock and when you're really used as a child mm-hmm. to life a certain way then I can see how yeah. it would just be weird but mm-hmm. okay what is but, your other than that trauma <laughs> That came from moving to America <laughs> and having to learn English. <laughs> That's so bad. I literally got held back a grade because I couldn't speak English. Oh well. my god! Isn't that crazy? That happened to my. I don't think she got held back. My mom. My mom. For those of you who don't know, she did not immigrate here because Puerto Rico is a territory. Okay, <laughs> but she did come from Puerto Rico and didn't speak a speak. Neither do I, apparently. <laughs> she didn't speak a lick of English. And she literally, would, my mom would watch MTV to learn English because she just wanted to know, like, what all the kids were seeing. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to be able to, like, blend in and fit in. So she would watch MTV. It was, like, yeah. a whole thing. But, yeah. <laughs> they, like, she would, like, she had a really hard time in school. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she got held back a grade, but... Like, she had a really hard time in school. Yeah. Because she didn't speak English very well. It was really hard. I mean, my grades weren't bad at all. I actually had pretty good grades. Um, But it was just English that I was having trouble with because it's not my first language. Right. And And it's, like, the weirdest language ever. They put me back a grade because of that. So, um, whatever. Freaking Americans. Whatever, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, the way I learned how to speak English or, like, um, develop the accent, like, the American accent, is by watching Hannah Montana. Really? (laughs) I think that's... I hear so many (laughs) stories like that. That's how my mom learned to have an American accent. And she, like, got rid of her... Like, my mom used to be bullied in school. I'm going to just air all of my mom's dirty laundry. Uh, (laughs) But my mom was, like, bullied in school because she had an accent. And so she would watch, like, MTV, and she worked really, really hard. Mm -hmm. So if you ever meet my mom, my mom does not have a Hispanic accent, and you would never know until she starts speaking fluent Spanish (laughs) (laughs) that she's Hispanic because she looks white. (laughs) It's, like, a whole thing. (laughs) But, yeah. Crazy. TV teaches you so much. (laughs) Yeah. Don't ever say it doesn't. It teaches you so much. (laughs) I learned sarcasm from Hannah Montana. Yeah. There's that. (laughs) It's so funny because, um, you know, the laugh tracks on those TV Mm -hmm. shows. I would laugh every single time (laughs) they were laughing, even though I didn't understand anything that was going on. (laughs) Literally, my brother, one time, he was like, why are you laughing? You don't even understand I'm like, leave me alone. I can just picture this tiny little Asian girl sitting in front of the TV in the lap track going and her just going, ah, like laughing. This like forced fake laugh. It's like when someone tells a joke and you don't understand the punchline or it takes you a second, but you laugh with the group anyway because you don't want to be left out. That's literally it. I can't. That's awesome. (laughs) If your mom could show us some of those home videos, that would be great. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh man. That's awesome. That's that's amazing. I love that. I mean that's that's gonna live in my head forever now. (laughs) Just the image of little tiny baby Giselle. <laughs> laughing at jokes she doesn't understand because she doesn't speak English just because she hears other people laughing. <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! I feel like this is me still now. Like even if I don't well understand like what's going on, if I hear people laughing, I just laugh with them. I do this. My cousins used to make fun of me for doing that. They used to be like, "Why are you laughing?" And I'd be like, "Because." <laughs> and I had no reason why I was laughing. It was like. <laughs> They're like, did you even understand that joke? And it's like, yeah, yeah. 
of course I did. And then they'll ask me to explain it. And I'm like, <laughs> and they're like, why are you laughing then? And it's like, because you're laughing. <laughs> I just want to be a part of the laughter room. Laughter is contagious. All my cousins are older than me too, so it's just like I just Aww. want to be cool. Like I just, I just want, I just want you guys to like me. I felt that. Oh man. No. Anyway, back to the question. Happy memory. Happy memory. Happy memory. Or, um, or it doesn't have to be a happy memory, but it can be your favorite memory. Um. I don't know why your favorite memory would be a sad memory, but. <laughs> um. This, okay, something that I really, really loved um, when I was still living in the Philippines, my grandpa, um, every time he went to the store, he would always buy me, they're like M&M's with like the peanuts in them. Mm -hmm. They're like that, um, but he called them, um, what does he call them? (laughs) What did he call them? Um... Well, anyway, it translated to lizard eggs. He called them lizard eggs Ew. because they're like these little the shape, like yeah. egg shaped things. But it was just so cute because every time he would come home from the store, he would give like he he would have a pack for me, cute. and it was just like so, <laughs> it was just so sweet. <laughs> I miss that. Don't so cry much. on this episode. Too. I miss that so much. That's really cute. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, I love that. <clears throat> Lizard eggs. <laughs> I'm gonna think about that now every time I see a peanut M M&M. and <laughs> M. I'm gonna call them that and see if it catches anybody off guard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Funny story from today, guys. So I'm at work and I'm taking orders on front counter. This is total random rabbit trail. But this guy is like, Yeah, can I get like a Chick-fil-A deluxe sandwich meal and a spicy water? That's literally what he said. <laughs> And I literally just blank stared at him. <laughs> and then I looked at his friend and he gave his friend this look like, help. <laughs> and his friend looked at me like, I can't, I don't know. And I just was like, I just looked at him and I literally blank stared and I was like, spicy water? And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, do I tell him you don't have that here? What is that? What is he talking about? Is it like club soda? Like, and I'm like, I'm like just too afraid to say anything. Like I just really am too afraid to ask for any sort of clarity on this. So I just blank stared at him and I just kept saying spicy, spicy water. <laughs> it just made really long eye contact. And he was like, he laughs and he goes, yeah, Sprite. And I'm like, Sprite. And that's, and that's what I was going to say. Oh my God. That's not the first thing that's that came to my brain, I though. Say. I was going to say, Sprite is spicy water. <laughs> I feel like spicy water is like club soda, though, because club soda is actually so water. Funny. So that's what I'm thinking. And I'm just like, but I don't want to say that and be wrong. And it was just like, and he says that like as if it should be common knowledge. <laughs> And I literally look Sprite, at him. Sprite, duh. Right? And that's like literally how he said it. And I look at him and I look at his friend. And I'm just like, really? Are you freaking kidding me? And he just starts, like, his friend just starts laughing. He's like, I'm really sorry. He's like, I didn't even know what he was saying either. He was like, he caught me off guard with that earlier today. That should have been my first inclination. I'm like, so he said this to you before already in the last 24 hours and you didn't think to just offer that as an option? Like, come on, bro. Like, I look to you for help. Anyway, it was just really funny. And he just was, like, so nonchalant about it. Like, yeah, like, spicy water. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God. Like, grow up. Like, you're, like, a 25-year-old man. Like, you're saying spicy water at Chick-fil-A. Like, come on, man. Spicy water. so funny. People kill me. Guys, it's happening again. I'm so Sorry. That's okay. We ran out of tissues. I know because I probably used them all. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, okay, it's your turn to ask a question now. Um let's see. Tink tink tink. What is one thing that you can take away from your or yeah, from your last relationship? Just one thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like one big thing. The biggest thing that you Um,
I'm trying to just like pick like the biggest thing because I feel like there were a lot of things that I took away. Um, I think maybe just like the one that just keeps circling in my head is just that like intimacy is so much like deeper than physical. Yeah. And that like true intentional time getting to know each other without even like physically touching each other at all, which sounds weird, but like removing that completely and like truly getting to know somebody for who they really are is so much deeper than like physical intimacy. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Cause I feel like, and we had talked, we had just talked about this Mm -hmm. in every like, quote-unquote relationship where every time I was with a guy or even just friends with a guy it was always that I needed something from them Mm -hmm. whether it was like something like emotionally or something physically like it just was always I always just needed something from guys and so when I got into my last relationship it was okay I like need this and this person's willing to give it to me Mm -hmm. and you know I'm okay to lose it was like I was willing to lose part of myself yeah. to um, to get what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like I was willing to lose like my identity or give up my dreams or, you know, give up what it was that God was telling me in my heart or how I felt like yeah. certain things should be upheld. <clears throat> I was willing to give that up to be with someone because I felt like that was what made people close. Mm-hmm. And it does make people close, just not in a healthy way. Yeah. Like, to build healthy intimacy and healthy relationship, there is, like, genuine, like, emotional, um, even just, like, mental, like, friendship bonding that Mm -hmm. happens. And then physical intimacy can be added on top of that. So, yeah. Physical intimacy is not everything. And it is nice, and it does, like, feel good, like, you know, mm-hmm. there is things that come, even like, even just like, I feel like saying the word intimacy is so like, oh my God, just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's like, even just like, like hugging or, mm-hmm. and it's not one of those things where it's like, you have to save all of that until you get married, but just know where you stand mentally and emotionally first with mm-hmm. that person before you add yeah. those other things as a layer, because if you don't, then it just, I don't know, it fizzles and it burns out really quickly. Yeah. And then if you try and go backwards, it's really hard to go backwards yeah. and to take certain things back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's really good. Thanks. <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience with the relationships, <laughs> but the experience I do have is really bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really hope no one that <laughs> I really hope no one that I knew back then is listening. <laughs> That's really awkward. <laughs> I'm really embarrassed now. Anyway. <laughs> okay, my question to you. Ready? I, am ready? I thought about this while I was answering my question. Um, okay, what is the biggest lesson that you learned about relationships either in your relationship leading up to marriage or in marriage just in general, if that makes sense. Like what is like, what is the biggest thing that you've learned mm-hmm. in being in long-term relationship? Cause you and Kyron were together yeah. for like what, like six years before you guys even got married, five years, five years yeah. before you even got married. And then you guys like got married and have been married yeah. since then. So what is like the biggest like lesson that you've learned in being in a relationship with someone for so long or like biggest learning curve maybe um, in marriage? Um, let me think about we'll it. We'll just leave that really open-ended <laughs> for you and really general <clears throat> so that let you me can think about it. do what um, you are with I feel it. like for me, um, like the hardest, I still... I don't know how to answer this. Hang on, let me think about it. <laughs> um, it's a good question. Much better than the book question. <laughs> man, oh man. Okay, so um, before Kyron, I had a 
relationship <laughs> to uh, like everybody it's like everybody else it wasn't like a real relationship but to me it was real right um but in that relationship it was like extremely <clears throat> like unhealthy and I felt like even with Kyron like during the first um like few years of our like relationship I felt like I didn't have my own like identity I Mm -hmm. felt like my identity was found in the relationship that I was in I like I wasn't my own person right and I felt like um even whenever we first got married I felt like uh, now um that I'm with like I'm married to Kyron we're one like I'm not my own person anymore and I can't be my own person but it's like I can be married and still have like I can still be my own person. I can still like the things that I like. I can still do things that I enjoy doing. Um, Like, yeah, we are one, but I can still have my own things, like, for me. Right, that you enjoy your own life, that sort of thing. Well, not your own life. Like, don't have kids in another (laughs) state, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, for the longest time... um, even Brandon said it when he was on the podcast. It was like, I would never go anywhere without Kyron. I right. would never do anything without Kyron. It was always me and Kyron everywhere we go. Um, but, like, after we got married, and I've, obviously I've had to heal, like, from, like, anxiety and stuff like that because that played a part in not having my own, like, um, not being my own person. But, like, going through that and like realizing like I can do what I like to do like without Kyron like he can do whatever he likes to do like his own hobbies and like hang out with his friends like by himself like I don't need to be there like I can be there if I want to and he can be there if he wants to but I don't need him to be there with me right everywhere everywhere I go so it's like I'm just now like finding who I am like this past year um especially it's just like finding who I am apart from my relationship with Kyron yeah right that's good I feel like that is really hard because I feel like especially when you're really young and you get married it's really hard to feel like it's okay to have those things still Mm -hmm. like you feel like you owe to each other to like yeah be with each other all the time and it's like no it's probably healthy that you do your own thing yeah and it I mean, I don't know because I'm not married, but it, I <laughs> no, feel like it, it is. is. Like, it is in any, and in any, mm-hmm. relationship, in any relationship, it is good to have your own things, to have your own <clears throat> groups of friends. And yeah. like you guys can all hang out together. He can hang out with your friends or you can hang out with his friends and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But to know that like, okay, I'm going to go hang out with the girls. I'm going to go hang out with the guys. Like mm-hmm. we're going to do our own thing. And then like yeah. we'll regroup later or whatever. I feel like that's really good because yeah. if not, you smother each other. And then it's like, oh my God, I hate being around you all the time. And it's like, <laughs> well, why do you hate being around him all the time? It's because you're around him all yeah, the time. Exactly. But it's like, <laughs> like in the same way that like mm-hmm. friendship, I'm sure if you and I were together every waking moment, I'd probably want to strangle you and I love you and I love hanging out with you and I love spending time with you. But it's just like, eventually it's like little things you do start to annoy Mm -hmm. me. And it's just like, okay, maybe we should just take a second (laughs) because we've been together too much. It's with every relationship. Right. Friendship relationships, Mm -hmm. dating relationships, marriage relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to have things outside of that relationship that you enjoy to do. Mm -hmm. That's good. (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's see. Question for you. Question Ask for you. My life is an open book. <clears throat> That's not true. Uh, it's more of like a magazine. You can flip <laughs> through and it's mostly pictures. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Let me see. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hang on. Let me see. I can't think of one, so I'm going to look one up. <laughs> Deep personal questions <laughs> about your friends. <laughs> Deep, yeah, friends. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Deep personal questions to get to To ask your, your friends. friends. <clears throat> how to make friends. Siri, how do you make friends? Friends. Friends. Sorry, guys. Ooh. 
getting the dirty question. Not the dirty questions. The questions that bring up the dirt. Oh, Please okay, don't ask okay, dirty okay, questions. Okay. <laughs> this it's a family is, show. They have pretty good questions. Um, <clears throat> okay, I'll ask this one. What was the most difficult goodbye in your life? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this is hard because... Obviously, I feel like when you're in any romantic relationship, any goodbye mm-hmm. is really hard. Yeah. So, like, even in, like, the relationship I was in, while it had its unhealthy factors, like, those goodbyes, like, anytime we would have to, like, go away on a break or yeah. he went to Costa Rica for a week one time, that goodbye was really hard because, obviously, he's going to a foreign country. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and then it's, like, going away for the summer, like, that was really hard. Because we would be long distance for like three yeah. months. Um, so like any any like significant other goodbye I've ever had to say was really hard. Yeah. I think like the hardest goodbye though. I'm trying to think because I feel like it's hard because I've not really had to tell a lot of people like a long-term goodbye. Yeah. It's always just been short-term and it's like knowing that it's just been short-term. Well, what about like friendships that you've had that had to end? Like that's a goodbye in a way, you know what I mean? Right. That's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard because I feel like there are so many like relationships in my life where it wasn't, like, a hard, like, goodbye. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just, like, things fizzled out or, like, realizing, yeah. okay, like, okay, this person is just maybe not who they used to be or, like, this relationship has to change. And so um, kind of just, like, allowing things to naturally take their course and allow them to go. Yeah. So like we we'll still talk to each other but we're not like yeah. as good of friends. So like it's kind of hard because I know some of them like listen and watch <laughs> you so it's like I don't want to be like the hardest goodbye was when the, me and this person stopped being friends and they're like wait we're not friends anymore like I don't want them to feel that way. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> but it was uh gosh I think maybe, and maybe not a relationship, well, now I'm trying to think. Okay, this isn't a relationship that had to end, but, like, I feel like every time Marissa and I have to say goodbye, mm-hmm. that's always really hard for me. Yeah. Like, I cry every time we're together and we have to leave each other. Yeah. Because, like, you guys know how great a friend Giselle and I are. And it, I feel like there are very few people in my life that I've built really deep intimate connection with. And it's like you and then like Marissa is another one of those people where it's like, I've just built such deep like friendship with Mm -hmm. her that it's like leaving her is literally like leaving a part of my body behind. (laughs) It's like, and it sounds really dramatic, but, and if she's listening to this, she'll agree. It's just really hard um, yeah. to say goodbye anytime we have to say goodbye. That's probably, like, maybe in this season of life, that's probably, like, the hardest yeah. goodbye I've had to say. It was the last time we had to say goodbye. I think that maybe, like, of the times we've had to say goodbye, when I visited her in January, was it in January right before? It was last year, right? Yeah, it was last yeah, it was last January. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went up and visited her and then all of the stuff started happening with the pandemic and we didn't know if we'd see each we really didn't know if we'd see each other ever again. We were like, yeah. we don't know what's going on. Everything is so uncertain and I feel like a lot of people felt that way in that mm-hmm. time. But it was just really hard cuz when we had said goodbye, we didn't know that all of that was going to happen yeah. later in the year. And so just like realizing like, oh my gosh, like the last time we saw each other may be the last time that we see each other for the next like like few years like we may go a really long time before we get to see each other again thankfully that wasn't so it was maybe like a year or something Mm -hmm. or i think it was less than that actually no it was it was like just over a year because i think the 
last time I saw her after the pandemic was for Lauren's wedding in like April or yeah. something. Whenever that was. Um, but yeah, so it was like just over a year we went without seeing each other. So I don't know. That was probably like the hardest goodbye just because mm-hmm. realizing that like wishing that I would have not taken that those moments for granted as much as I did. Um, like the time when we were together. Because yeah. we would we didn't know when we'd see each other again. Um, I Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to say that that's probably like the hardest. And obviously every time I have to leave you. Right. Like tonight <laughs> we'll probably top that, you know, when I have to go home tonight. It's just right, like, right. <sighs> but no, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's been so and maybe this sounds really shallow. I feel like there's been so few people in my life that I've built such deep connection with that it's like really hard <laughs> to say yeah. goodbye to them. I don't know. I feel like for me, every friendship <laughs> has all been like really deep, like friendships and like every goodbye is so difficult. Right. Like um, when I left Texas, all my friends back there, mm-hmm. they were like, they were like my life, my whole life at that point in my life. Um, um and it was so difficult to say goodbye to them. It hurt so bad because I've built such, like, um, deep bonds with them. And I literally, like, saw them basically every single day during right. that summer before I left. So, it was, like, leaving them was so difficult. Leaving my grandparents in the uh, Philippines was uh, probably the hardest goodbye I've ever yeah. had to uh, say. Because up until, like... At that point in my life, like that's all I knew. Right. Like they were all that I knew. And then um I had to say goodbye to that. And especially as like a child, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, goodbyes suck. And I feel like it's like weird because it's like I wouldn't say that I have not had deep connections with all my friends. Yeah. But it's like I feel like I and maybe this is like a blessing or maybe I'm just like a psychopath. <laughs> But I feel like every time I feel a relationship, like, coming to it, like, you feel that goodbye. You know what I mean? Like, you just... No, I know. You feel like you are leaving, like, you're leaving, or, Mm -hmm. like, you just feel things. I feel like I've just... And maybe it's, like, to protect myself. Mm -hmm. I've just become really good at, like, like, detaching myself from that. Mm -hmm. And... Like, it still hurts, and it's still mm-hmm. really hard because, like, losing a friend or a relationship with a friend changing really drastically is really painful and really yeah. hard, no matter how much you prepare yourself for it. But maybe because I have had to do it so many times, yeah. like, it's just kind of one of those things where it's, like, once I feel things start to kind of, like, fizzle out, I guess you could yeah. say, it's like, okay, well, this person's done with me, so... I guess I'm just going to move on to the next yeah. thing that's better or something better has already been yeah. in my life. And it's like, but this doesn't hurt quite to, as yeah. bad because I know that I have better relationship mm-hmm. here. So if they've decided to go a different way, then that's fine. They need to do that. But yeah. you know, yeah. I'll just go about with pouring into the relationships I do have. So, so. with friendships like that, where you've detached yourself from, that (laughs) to like protect yourself um how do you feel whenever like how would you feel if you like saw them again like a few months later after like that happened I feel like and I don't know how it would be now but I know like past me would just try and be like I this sounds terrible but just try and be like really fake and just try and like because it's one of those things where it's like, obviously, if this person has decided to go in a different direction, <clears throat> they are a lot happier where they yeah. are now. And if they really, truly, genuinely missed our relationship and friendship, they would come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they haven't or they haven't come back in that same way. Like this relationship is still the same way that it is because yeah. like they're content where they are. They're content being detached yeah so it's just like trying to make things as like 
unawkward or like unweird as possible and like still know that like I still care about that person and mm-hmm. I still care for that person yeah we just aren't in that deep of a relationship anymore I don't think it would be like we're not friends anymore I feel so anxious oh my god this yeah. is like so weird um but just knowing like okay well this person is clearly happier somewhere else and I found contentment in where I am or I found happiness in other relationships so it's okay that we've gone our separate ways and we can come together yeah. and maybe, you know, have small talk or talk or be nice or hang out or whatever. Yeah. There's just not, like, any depth, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I probably yeah. wouldn't call that person after hanging out with them and be like, oh, my gosh, I just went through <laughs> this or this person just did. Because they'd probably be like, you literally haven't called me about stuff like this in forever. Yeah. And I didn't realize that we were in that place anymore, but I guess we can talk about this. <laughs> like sure <laughs> that's really how you feel it's like you know so yeah. i don't know i don't feel like it would be like anxiety necessarily maybe there are some friendships that ended on bad notes like i i, I don't know i have friendships that ended on not so great notes mm-hmm. but those also weren't like super deep intimate yeah. friendships <laughs> yeah. so also if you were one of those people and you're hearing this now for the first time. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but you can infer it to you all you want, but you will have no clear understanding as to whether or not it's you. So <laughs> I'll never name names. But yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to avoid saying names because like, like I said, there are some people in my life that relationship is just a little weird or it's like in a weird season right now or and I know that like they watch this so I'm just yeah. trying to like I'm just no, trying to be fine. I'm just yeah. trying to be cautious of that yeah, like I don't want anybody to feel like oh my god she just she just <laughs> called me out I, I didn't even know that I I didn't even know that that was happening oh my god like you know I gotta call her Man, I'm getting 15 <laughs> phone calls from people I haven't talked to in like four years. I'm like, were you talking about me? It's like, no, I wasn't. Please go about your business. Anyway, that was a very good question. Thank you. I didn't come up with it. <laughs> um, okay, my question for you that I didn't cheat to look up that I thought of all of my own. These are good questions. Here, let me see. Let me see. Maybe it has a better question than the one that I <laughs> the first one have you ever wanted to die <laughs> how would you prefer to die is literally the second question <laughs> I think they're good questions <laughs> they're not bad questions I just think that those are the those are the top two on deeper questions to ask your friends <laughs> it's like the two questions about death it's like <laughs> oh man what do you think is the meaning of life? Maybe I shouldn't out all these questions in case you want to ask them. <laughs> um, Let's do... On, how long have we done it? Let's do one more question and we can both answer it. Oh, okay. So then we can do the question I was yeah. thinking in my head. Okay. What is one piece of advice you would offer to your younger self if you could go back? I've actually been thinking about this. Well... I've been thinking of that question. I haven't thought about the answer yet. <laughs> the question's just been floating around in so, your head. Let me, let me think about it. Um, let's see. And it can be like your younger self as in like yourself last year or like oh, your six-year-old dude. self. Um, I think because I've been in this place like so many, well, not so many times, but like a lot of times, I think... It, hang on, let me see. Let me think about it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. As cliche as this sound, and I know I probably would, like, brush it off if I heard it from somebody <laughs> else. But, like, um, keep pushing through. Like, be patient and keep pushing through. Because I've found myself in this place a lot where I just feel really really hopeless and um like there's no way out of this situation that I'm in and I literally like can't even get out of bed because I just feel like there's no like there's no meaning (laughs) in life like I like 
whatever I do, like it doesn't matter. But like just keep pushing through because it does get better. <laughs> it does get better. It's like you were like are going through something really hard and someone in your life tells you it'll get better and it's like shut up Karen. it's like the worst thing to it's literally the worst thing to say to someone who's going through something it's like oh everything will get better it's like i don't you want it to get better okay maybe i like it being bad how do you know but like it's understandable because like sometimes you just want to feel that you right know? sometimes you you like need to feel the emotions that you're feeling um but you also need to like work through it and move past it and not just stay in it. Right. And that's something that I need to <laughs> learn is to move past it and like um, reach out to God and like have or yeah, f- seek comfort from God and um, like hold on to his truth and his promises, especially in those moments, because those are the moments where like, like I said, like I feel so hopeless, like there's no, meaning to anything (laughs) but like those are the times where I need to hold on to um the truth so yeah that's good what about you advice I'd give to my younger self so much oh my gosh she's a wild one (laughs) man oh man um I had a lot more time to think about the answer, mostly because I knew I was going to ask this question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Advice I'd give to my younger self, as in, okay, maybe as in, like, myself a few years ago. Um, Or maybe just, like, even myself when I was, like, an early teenager leading up into my adult life that probably would have carried me through my adult life a lot better is, like, People aren't always who you make them out in your head to be. Yeah. And, like, I guess, like, know when to give people the benefit of the doubt and know when not to. Yeah. Like, like discern that better, I guess. Um, Or, like, really, like, press in and ask Mm -hmm. God for better discernment on people early on in life. Um, Because I feel like there were a lot of people that I gave the benefit of the doubt to that definitely I should have just gone with my gut feeling about them. And then there are other people, especially in this season of life now, that, like, you just assume certain things about them because they behave a certain way. Yeah. Um, So I guess it would just be, like, understand that people are all flawed people Mm -hmm. and just be patient with people. Yeah. And know that, like, they're figuring it out too. Mm -hmm. And... Not everything is an intentional attack against you. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, like, you just need to sit by and let it, like, brush by you. Yeah. If that makes sense. But, yeah, I don't know. Just just learn to discern people Mm -hmm. better. And your life will be a lot smoother. (laughs) You won't make (laughs) as many mistakes. Um. There was something else I was going to say with that. Now I can't remember. Um, oh, and be vulnerable with the right people. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> it is really hard for me to be oh vulnerable. My gosh. And I think it's because for a long time, um, I like went a really long time not being vulnerable with anybody. Mm-hmm. And then... I went through like a season where I was vulnerable with like literally everyone I was ever friends with. (laughs) And I don't think that scared people off, but I think it was just kind of like I gave people certain parts of my life and certain parts of my heart and Mm -hmm. shared certain things with people that were really like deep and personal Mm -hmm. that never deserved or never should have heard or seen those things. Mm -hmm. So like, don't be afraid to be vulnerable, but be vulnerable with the right people. Yeah. Yep. Because then I feel like it would be easier for me to be vulnerable with people now Mm -hmm. if I hadn't done all that before because then you get hurt and it's like, well, if this is, this is what happened when I was finally vulnerable with people and now I never want to be vulnerable with people ever again. It's like, yeah. I understand that. Um, Okay. So there's something that, speaking of being vulnerable, Mm -hmm. something that I like not realized but like 
I learned recently. I've always wondered this. I don't know if you feel the same, but I posted on Instagram like last night. Um, <laughs> on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I said, um, why is it hard for me to be vulnerable, with, to open up to people who are like I'm really close to? Or why is it hard for me to like compliment them or like just be... I don't know. I don't know how to explain maybe it. Maybe like but a really like genuine. Yeah. Maybe like not genuine, but like, I get what you're saying though. Yeah. And being, I, yeah. Like, why is it so much harder for me to do that with people I'm really close to, um, but with people who I don't know very well or strangers, I could just like spill my entire right. life story away. I spill my beans to like my hair girl all the time she knows so many deep personal things about my life and it's like why can't i just talk to my friends about how that made me feel but you know yeah hair girl at the salon knows exactly how that made me feel and can articulate it so well it's like but i learned recently it's because with strangers or people you don't know very well you don't really care that much about what they have to say right you don't care if they if they like criticize you or they reject you you're not um, emotionally attached to that person. Right, so, so it whatever make a they say, it's like, it's okay, whatever. I didn't really care about that person in the first place. Right. But with people you're like really close to, you care about um, what they have to say. Like if they criticize you or right. if they reject you. Or what you, they like, think of you if you yeah, say something like, it like hurts. that. It's, yeah. So it's that's why it's harder that to makes sense. do that. So, yeah, maybe we should just be strangers forever. Isn't that so backwards? Isn't Yeah, it is. Because it's like the people that you should be vulnerable yeah. with and the people that it's hardest to be vulnerable with. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> I know. I When you posted that last night, I was like, oh my God, yeah. And I'm like <laughs> thinking of all the times that like I opened up to people, like random people. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know why I'm telling this to you. Like, you don't even know me, but I'm going to tell you anyway. And then it's like, Emily, articulate how you feel about this in this moment. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, mm, uh, the, mm, uh, like while I'm trying to tell it because I'm so nervous and I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Count the number of times I said, but yeah, in this episode. not counting this right. just now, but Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, okay. This was fun. This was really fun. Next time we'll have actual Q and A questions yeah. ready. That yeah. I like. We should do this more. I know. I like. I getting like to this. Know you. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're deeper friends now. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Um. Trying to think if we have anything else we want to share with them, like announcement, announcement, announcement wise. Again, <laughs> English not very good for me. <laughs> Um, twice a month episodes every other week so you can watch this one two weeks in a row you're welcome <laughs> yeah just really take a moment in this second we'll just leave some time for you to just reflect on how much you enjoy spending time with us yep Okay, that's it. That's all the time we get. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Um, um. <clears throat> no, I think that's it. Yep. Follow us on Instagram, our journal entry. We're funny. We don't post on there a lot. We're nice. We're too. nice. Well, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> we're working on it. Okay. <laughs> we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> Giselle and I are... We're just, we're figuring it out. Okay. That's just, well, we're just going to leave it at that. Maybe, okay. Maybe on Thursday, maybe we'll talk about this later. <laughs> maybe we'll like do like a little afternoon thing where like we take you guys along with us. Oh, that would be fun. Right. Would you guys yeah. like that? Would we you can guys like, like vlog to, it. Right. Would you guys like to live a day in the life with that? Yes. That, we're going to do or it whether be, you guys are Or would that be boring? Because <laughs> we'll probably do it kidding. anyway, but. Let us know what you think. And then the we'll, we'll film it, and then you guys let us know what you think, and then we'll post it if you guys, <laughs> if you guys want to see that. Like on Instagram or like on YouTube? Um, hmm. We'll talk about it. Because we'll, we'll we can it. do it on like Instagram and then yeah. maybe see how the people like it. 
Well, figure it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is her saying we'll talk about it and me wanting to talk about it now and her being like, just turn the camera off and then we'll talk about it. It's like, I can't take a hint. Anyways. Anyway. It's like, okay, sorry. No good. I was talking about this with my friend Anna on Saturday. It's like, you ever sit across the table with someone and you're in like a group setting and they say something that they shouldn't have said in that moment, mm-hmm. like because it's just going to make somebody else uncomfortable yeah. and they just say it without thinking mm-hmm. and they're like really blunt. And so you like kick them under the table to be like, stop it. And they're like, and why, they're why are you kicking me? <laughs> it's like one of those moments. It's like, <laughs> we'll talk about it later. And I just keep going and you're like looking at me and then I expose the fact that you're looking at me like that. It's like, why are you kicking <laughs> Have you ever been that person? We want to know because I have been that person because that's just how my brain works. It's like weird ADHD. I'm thinking, I'm talking, I'm going, and then you're kicking me, which is ruining my focus, and I need to address that out loud. It's like any awkward moment to you, I also have to address. I just can't just sit in it. Like I'm okay with awkward moments as long as we can all address the fact that this moment is awkward. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm okay to sit in it as long as we all can recognize that it's awkward. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. But yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching slash listening slash hanging out with us. We love you guys. And yeah. we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.